0: Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.
1: Good morning. I hope you guys are ready to have a good day. Listen, I love how intentional I am about this. And I hope that we have already done a broadcast on intentional because if not, that was a great word because prior to pushing their button, it was my intent. Y'all don't know what goes on with broadcasters. When we're sitting here staring at that button, wondering if I push it, who's on the other side, who's going to hear, is it going to land, where it's supposed to land. And especially for those of us who record in a live environment, I record in a live environment because that is what inspires me to create my content. I do a lot in a live environment. I have been live streaming um, for about two decades now, and so it's just a part of it's just a part of nature having a camera, audio, being truth, uh, uh, truthful, honest, and transparent with everybody. That's just who I am, and so I record my podcast in front of a live. Uh, following, I guess I should say, not a live studio audience, but a live—I have done studio audiences. I have done it all. I've done broadcasting and podcasting. I've created content in some situation. So, what are you afraid of? That's the question. I only say these things just to help you delve into why you are not doing what it is that you that you want to do. People wake up and they—I mean—they literally like take that. First breath back in this realm. I love to say back in this realm, because Lord knows while I was asleep, I have been some places, okay? We've seen many faces. What what is that Game of Thrones thing? My my daughter mentioned it the other day. Um and I've been some places and let me tell you, doing this, people are like how do you do this? Why do you do let me tell you doing this, put yourself out there leads to a wonderful life. Y'all watch that movie every holiday, every Christmas, and still don't learn, uh-oh, wonderful life. Let's just write that down. Let's try to figure out what that is today because that's really the only reason to get out of bed is you want a wonderful life. I know there are people who get out of bed for all kinds of other reasons. They want to come and disrupt your Wonderful Like I'm not even going to write that down because I don't even want to remember I said that. We don't even want to focus on that. Even though they're there, they're going to be there. Oh, wait, I need this device right here to go ahead and get my uh, my watch party started. And I'm not going to tell you what, you know, platforms don't want us to tell you. You know, Mark Zuckerberg over there trying to rule and run everybody. But let me just tell you, don't let this die with you. If you've heard it before, you follow, you like, you troll, don't let it die with you. Go ahead and share it out. Um, you know, I don't understand Mark Zuckerberg. He said he want to give everybody in the world an opportunity to share anything. And then yet he blocking it every quarter. Hey, well you turn, he, there he is. Can't, can't do that. Can't play that. Can't post that. Can't say that. And then you see other people posting all kinds of stuff. Man, y'all, that man gets in my craw. He is one of the very reasons I am right now when I finish this podcast, going back to creating websites. I hate websites. I hate Managing the websites. I'm that person. Let me tell you, there was nothing that gave me more anxiety over the years than having a growing, popular website. I thought about myself, I I thought about my mortality more in building my website. Like, what if something happens to me? What's going to happen to the website? You know, raising my kids to understand that the website, mommy's website, is just as important as you are. So, you know, make sure y'all take care of them in the afterlife. And when I'm gone, here's the password and all that kind of stuff, honey. I'm like, here, and look, and here's the money to keep the subscription going. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, GoDaddy destroyed it all. GoDaddy destroyed it. GoDaddy hired, y'all, some folk to start calling and trolling um, the self-hosted people. And they had these people supposed to transition us to the new and screwed up, oh my God, destroyed sixteen years of my of my work, and then tried to charge me a ransom to fix it I'm like, but no i you 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 y'all I can't even find the word hunted me at a time when I had all this trauma going on. you hunted me, called my phone every other day, and then when i when I give in to say and this is Y'all, I'm. one day I'm going to have to go sit in some therapy to get through this. At the worst time of my life, I got GoDaddy calling my phone every two days talking about, you know, technologies change, upgrade, upgrade. I'm like, but it's working fine. And I'm like, okay, fine, upgrade it. Just do what you do. Okay, we pay this. Okay, take the money. And then a couple of weeks later, I'm like, where's my website? I got it. Why do I have an empty website? Why do I have this new platform that you wanted me to go on? But where's the database? Oh, you didn't want the database. Who the hell doesn't want 16 years of their work? Who destroys their work? No, 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 sweetheart. No, no, no. And, and then had all these people call me and tell me that's what I said. But I'm like, y'all got the call recorded. I got the call recorded. There's transcripts of the call, all this kind of stuff. Right. This is what's out there, y'all. I'm telling you. Wonderful life. Wonderful. But, and the funny part about it was, that was that anxiety that I had been dealing with all those years of hosting with GoDaddy. I'm just saying. that People, I said people wake up to disrupt your life, okay? I'm out there running from hospital to care center to this, that, and the other, and my phone's just ringing. I'm ringing. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I need to go ahead and outsource these things. I'm going to tell y'all about outsourcing, okay? It's in my crawl right now, all right? I'm out there, I'm like, listen, okay, go ahead and handle it. If, if, if the site, something's going to happen, da 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 go ahead and do this. Honey, I would rather be still fighting hackers, okay? Let me tell you, and I had a popular site, so let me tell you, I had to deal with some hackers. And I just got to a point where, like, you know what, I don't want to deal with the hackers. I don't want to worry about managing nobody's data. I ain't trying to, I am tired of having to keep these millions of people, folk, information safe. Listen, go ahead. And they, they didn't know how to do it. And now they're sitting over there all quiet. You know, you know you didn't, did you see a bunch of GoDaddy stuff at the Super Bowl? Now they sit over there all quiet. I'm just saying. They need to get it together. All of them. GoDaddy, Zuckerberg, all these platforms. Cause they, Listen, that's why they run all this stuff running around here trying to lock you in. You know, go ahead. Hey, listen, buy this app now for a year. Why I got to buy it for a year now? Because they all know they're about to be obsolete. They all know it. It's just that time. And then when they can't keep up, rather than keeping up with the competition, they go and they try to find their suckers. That's the American way. All right. Soapbox. Somebody take this soapbox. Let me go ahead and get these watch parties Uh, started. Look. On Zuckerberg's platform until I get my until I get my website. Done today, so I have got to go back into the web. I, y'all, my brain, my dog was like, "Look, okay, I'm over here. I'm in full service mode." The dog was in full service mode yesterday. Late he was like, "Lady, how many moods are you gonna go through?" I thought we were just gonna do a movie marathon because you know, if anybody has a dog, whether it be a service animal or not, they I don't know. Y'all, can, y'all cat people, y'all can come along too. But I don't remember my. My cats, when I had cats, they were so damn selfish, okay? It's all about them. They, they, they are not loyal. Tweet me. I don't care. Write me. I don't care what you got to do. I don't have, Look, cats ain't loyal. Dogs are loyal. I'm telling you, not only that, honey, they watch your mood, and the dog was like, okay, she done moved from this, did, I was going through it trying to, uh, I had three platforms yesterday that I was trying to compare. So in order to compare what I want, what I desire, I had to build in those three different places and keep going and comparing. And let me tell you analysis and if ands and all that kind of stuff. I was like, Oh, and I don't want to see nothing with a database. I don't ever want a database. GoDaddy daddy got me. I don't ever want to see a database again. I'm like the one thing I do agree on Zuck is some of this stuff don't need to live forever. We might need, give me a story environment, right? I'm I'm like, you know what, because I'm gonna tell you, I one thing I know from being a blogger for seventeen years is and worried about what was gonna happen in those last sixteen years. I I'm I'm almost thankful Go Daddy came in like a dragon and, and 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 um I'm like Cersei. No, I ain't like Cersei, cause I'm like Sansa, okay? I don't wanna be like none of the people. They got problems. I'm trying to have a wonderful life. Anybody in Game of Thrones had a wonderful life I don't know somebody had a wonderful life somebody <laughs> somebody I'm always looking for the emphatically happy person. I don't want to be like Tyrion with the nine fifteen lives you know and having to monologue my way out of everything. I don't want to do that, okay I want a wonderful uh, there are, let me tell y'all uh, I could cut myself short. Wait a minute I got two one more I, y'all this is come Tuesday. There's a lot flowing through me right now and how to get out of this bed. And so let me tell you, I'm always looking for the emphatically happy person. Y'all, that's my life. That's my desire is to be emphatically happy. So I try to exhibit that when and if ever I can. And if I'm not the one living it, honey, I'm watching the one that's living it. Let me tell you, let me start with my watch party right here. Okay. If I am not the one living it, I am trying to figure out who's living it. And each night, uh, thank you, Oprah. Y'all like said, did she just thank Oprah? Yeah, let me say, thank you, Oprah. This book that Oprah, I'm gonna have to listen to it in my waking moment because it seems to be pretty good. Right now, I'm using it as my sleeper. I put it on Audible and I put it and set it for 15 minutes, and man, it puts me out like a light. So I'm gonna be listening to. it. I'm gonna go back and start it over because somehow, Oprah said chapter seven. I'm like chapter seven. I've only been listening for 15 minute increments. How are we at chapter seven, you know, already? I'm like, how much sleeping am I doing while this thing is on? That's why I set it for 15 minutes so that when she puts me to sleep, it doesn't keep playing. So I'm like, I've only listened in a couple of 15 minutes and it's only two hours. So now I can understand that. So I'm like, Oprah, how short are these chapters? I'm thinking I'm still on chapter one. But um, it's only a two-hour listen, as is Michelle Obama's book, y'all. So if you look at some of these books and you like me, like, that's a thick book, you know. And your eyes are already weak because you've got tech blindness, right, from looking at all these screens. So look, reading pages is like, can I do it? I already had to up the, amplific- amp- the magnification. You know, I'm a glad reading glasses. I'm like, Lord, have mercy, have mercy all right let me let me uh get this out of here all right did i introduce myself i'm yolanda at dryer buzz yes i woke up all this on my mind and one of the things i do seven days a week if i'm given the breath of life i will come in and do a podcast and this is where we stop and get clarity for our day like how is this day supposed to go what am i supposed to be doing where are the people who think like me where is my tribe right and that is people who might experience a little bit of depression because you keep trying to fix yesterday. Why? People who deal with a little bit of anxiety, you keep worrying about tomorrow. Why? And I understand why. I'm not saying why because and I'm, I'm not one to sit here and tell you that fear is false evidence appearing real. Honey, we live in an actual sexual environment. There are many things by which we must be afraid of. I woke up out of my sleep last night. i like, girl, you're not sleeping on this couch. And the first thing that came to is that inevitable fear that we have to deal with. And I, and I said, I'm going to go down the hall. I'm not taking this into the bedroom. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to put on my Oprah 15 minutes, and I'm going to sleep like a baby so I can wake up in the morning because I want to be intentional about doing these podcasts. I don't want to come on here talking about a whole lot of regret, even though the one thing that I do regret is dealing with GoDaddy, but I'm just saying but aside from GoDaddy and coming on and doing this each and every day, I do have some wonderful supporters. So let's first thank Natural Soap by Zakia. Natural Soap by Zakia. NaturalSoapbyZakia.com. That's where Yolanda stays cleaner longer. The shower stays cleaner longer because I use Natural Soap by Zakia. The glistening in my skin. The uh, and I use it from head to toe. I use it from head to toe. I'm telling y'all. You want to get it. Um, Father's Day is coming up. She's got some amazing scents for dads, okay? let me, You say, dad, does dad want soap? Let me tell you, it ain't about what dad want. I'm sorry, dads, okay? But your scent, your scent stays with your family forever, forever. My cousin and I, man, we used to crawl up. Her father used to cook all the time, right? And I used to spend the summers, you know, summers at, from a at cousin to cousin whatever, whatever. And, man, we used to crawl up in her dad's chair, and it was absolutely awesome, amazing. My dad, in his routine of getting dressed every morning, he was a suit-wearing guy, threw on that cologne and headed out the door, right? And I just remember the scent. Man walks in the house, I ain't even put my eyes on him yet. Daddy's here. Listen, your scent is very important, and I want you to have a very natural scent. Listen, I want those that are going to remember your scent to be smelling something natural, right? Not all this stuff that's put in these products today, right? Just imagine, just imagine. I'm telling you, listen, go over and get Dad some natural soap by Zakia. She's got a special collection coming out for Father's Day. Yes, you need to order now because it will be sold out, and it, in that it is a natural, handcrafted, artisan soap. It has to have time to curb. So there's soap right now curing on the rack and being sold. every time she is live streaming, you can watch her make, you can watch her make dad's soap. You can watch her make dad's gift. You can watch her ship dad's gift, right? So therefore when you get it, you know that, Hey, there's some hands been on this soap. And those are the hands of natural soap by Zakia. Go to naturalsoapbyzakia.com. by I've got you a 10% discount code. Use the code your bus. All right. You know one other thing? Dad's been talking about writing this book. Dad's got all these stories. Dad's got outline. Dad's got a book on this computer. He's got a book on the jump drive. He's got all this stuff on his phone. Let me tell you. One thing that I have seen, let me tell you about the gift that I have been seeing people give. Y'all have been seeing these reveals on uh on where's my lemonade? I'm looking for something to drink. Y'all have seen people um give I saw a Mother's Day video and it was the best ever. And you know what they gave their mother? A case of her own books. They took their mother's uh, recipes and her stories and they put it in, they they took all these things, these piece, pieces of paper and all this stuff that she, her dream and how it was spread all over the place. One day, one day mommy's gonna do this and one day mommy's gonna do that. And when she opened that box, and saw the cover of her book, I mean, OMG, best video ever. See, now that was a good positive video. Y'all know, y'all don't click that, y'all don't share that stuff. Y'all let that stuff die with you on your time. Don't let it die on your timeline. That's why you didn't know what to buy, right? They went through her Bible and pulled out this, that, and the other, and all these things that she remembered, and all these lessons that she'd been teaching them over the years, and all this stuff, all this, all this stuff she had. You know, all these journals and all that kind of stuff. And when she opened that box and saw her book and then told her that they had planned a book signing for her. Oh, my God, that was awesome. There's a nation of authors out there. If you are trying to publish, you have a nation. You can join the nation. Join the nation. Go over and whatever. No, you don't have to go anywhere. Whatever platform you're on, put in the hashtag AIB, Authors in Business. Nation, AIB Nation, AIB Nation. Put that in there. You're going to see the wonderful work that um, Desiree Lee has inspired all across the globe. Desiree, B- Desiree Lee did a luncheon for Dryer Buzz. The very next day, she was on a plane going to Africa. International, international. There are people out here that have found the formula and the successful way to do these things and it helped you accomplish it. Just they're waiting on you to ask. Go join the nation. All right, so that's it. And then, of course, as you know, as you already know, uh, our meetups are back. If you're looking to use social media for business, our meetups are back. That's what I was working on yesterday. I was like, oh, man, I got to do a website. I got to do a website. All of these things I got to have in place before June 9th. June 9th is the kickoff. Yeah, we am going to go to the kitchen. I have got to get something to drink. Um, June 9th is the kickoff. Let me go grab a bottle of water, and that's something I don't do it. June 9th is the kickoff of the Social Media Clinics presented to you by award-winning Dryer Buzz. Award-winning Dryer Buzz. You're going to be able to come to the Social Media Clinics. If you are in and around Atlanta, coming to Atlanta, you'll be able to, yes, I am getting a bottle of water while live streaming this podcast. It, life. I want a wonderful life. I want to want, yeah, that's a wonderful life. Like, wait, she just walked up out the studio and get a bottle of water. And where's the studio? On her bed. Wonderful life. Wonderful life. Okay. All right. So what we're going to do, normally we would do come Monday, guys. Oh, social media, SM Clinics, smclinics.eventbrite.com. smclinics.eventbrite.com uh, for the inaugural. Let me tell you, Memorial Day was yesterday. If you better go over there while I'm on this podcast, because prices are going up today. Memorial Day sale ended this morning. Um, I Just my own anxiety. I haven't gone back to the platform to update the prices. So if you want to register, you better register You bet to register while I'm on this podcast, because the minute I'm off this podcast, the regular pricing will come into effect. The regular pricing comes into effect today. And the schedule will be out because these are these are regular meetups. These are regular meetups. And then also we will have an online option for you. All right. So back to the topic. The one thing I've written down and all this stuff that I have said already in 20 minutes of podcasting is wonderful life. Wonderful life. I want to review. Normally what we do on Mondays, we kind of do a come Monday. We made it to another week. This is the day. Mondays is the day, if not Sunday night. That people experience the most anxiety about thinking about their week thinking about because guess what? All weekend you've been able to walk away from all your responsibilities, accountabilities. Uh, you've been able to get out of that environment of which you are forced to be in. Or maybe you enjoy being in it because I don't know. We don't know what you're doing in life. I don't know, honey. Let me Let me open up one of these platforms. So I can look at it and see what you got going on in life. So you could tell me, you know, that you say it's okay to say dryer bus. You know, that used to be me. I used to be the person out there disrupting everybody's life, disrupting everybody's peace. Let me say, what do you want? The one thing you want in a wonderful life, and we have. Let me turn that down. He got the monitors coming on. Uh, the one thing you want in a wonderful life, the first thing you ought to want. Is peace, right? The second thing you ought to want in a wonderful life is service. You want to serve somebody. It's just right, serve. I'm serving you right now, podcast. I'm helping you get out of bed. I come on here each and every morning and tell you my hindsight. Listen, guys, this is how I rolled out of bed this morning with a little bit intent. I was intentional about it. You got to be intentional. I'm going to write that down, too. I said that a couple of times, intentional. Having a wonderful life, those who have a wonderful life, and I spent the weekend watching young people graduate, and they, they full-on expect to come on out here and have a wonderful life. Y'all, I'm like, oh, this is where that hope is dashed. Right here, right? <laughs> when you And then they, I, I saw, we, we, I witnessed graduations on a couple of levels. And I'm like, okay, now we know, because we know what happens a couple of weeks after graduation, right? One, wonderful life, hopes are dashed. But how to maintain your hope? Let's write that down. These are some real positive words. I'm going to enjoy uh, writing this chapter in the book how to get out of bed. Wonderful life, you got to want it. Okay? It's about desires. What do you desire? You can't keep you can't have a wonderful life keeping desires to yourself. You got to got to put them out there. Remember we talk about the alchemists. As soon as you express, express it outwardly, you have the universe at your disposal, but you need to be specific. All right? People who have a wonderful life are very specific. And I'm not saying that they aren't, well, yeah, they probably are cuz I got one Help me, spell it, y'all. Specific, I, I've got a little dyslexia here without my glasses on. I have two kids, okay. No, I have four kids. Don't I didn't say that, y'all? I said I was about to say I have two kids that are the same number. I subscribe to numerology, my household flows on numerology. We found no other way works, there's no other way works unless we take into account as to who we all are and how we all became a family and why we all are family. And uh, I have we figured out the fact that I got two of them out there that are like absolute no alternative. And my two no alternative kids recently had to deal with uh, some situations independently, but only because they are, plan, they are plan A and plan A only. There is no, there is no plan B. Uh, everything is plan A. They don't mind changing up, but it's plan A or not at all. Hold on, let me go back over here to one other platform. Let me so I can see your comments, guys. So both of them recently had to deal with some situations because you know maybe and I had to I had to remind them that what we subscribe to maybe it could be just that time. You know, it, it everything's not going to go all wonderful. The couple said it. You know, all the time you will have to at some point make some adjustments. Or as my friend Angela, say, who I'll be podcasting with later this afternoon, it Pivot, right? We ooh, we have a wonderful podcast called Leading Ladies, y'all. And we're going to talk about the gig economy and how a lot of women are turning to the gig gig economy because it's really the first time uh, that work-life balance thing is coming into play. And, and you know, I just spent uh, years in the gig economy and I'm still full on going back into the gig economy. Um, as a freelancer on this side of life, and it when women were oftentimes talking about they wanted work-life balance and equality, and um, still making less, but um, f- that flexibility and the demands of the role of women, the role of women understand that that is a thing, fellas. The role of women, because we have sat back a couple times and watched to see if y'all were gonna step up in some of these things, and men are like, no, they just can't have them. y'all. Y'all are good at the nose. Y'all are real good at saying no, Nope, can't do it. Y'all, y'all rock that. Y'all carry. Look, y'all rock that with the no, you can't, can't do it. Women don't know how to say no, we can't do it. Women know how to say, oh, I'm gonna get this done. I know how to get this done because we know how to get it done. I remember. Let me tell you, I don't, I don't speak to a couple of men to this day. Okay, like with that no factor. I'm like, no, there's no. I want a one. You don't understand. I want a wonderful life. It includes a level of peace. It includes a level of service. It's all intentional. And I don't think you can rock with that. All right? So, and, and, and there is no, no, we can't do it. There are some things, yeah, no, we can't do it. And I'm not going to be bitter about the fact that, hey, I got it all done, you know, and you still get to exist. That's okay. Notice how I just said that. It's okay. Because some things you just can't do anything about. We make those mistakes. Okay? I'm just sorry. You're, sorry, you're in a mistake column. Okay? Have a mistake column. Because remember, we talked about in going back and reviewing, we talked about sometimes there are misunderstandings. They're going to be, I, I cannot come on this podcast and tell you that and get it out of bed that there are not going to be days where there are misunderstandings. And sometimes you're going to have the misunderstanding with a person you care for dearly. And you're going to have that misunderstanding in a way that you can't get past it, they can't get beyond it, and you can't go forth together. That's okay. A wonderful life is still possible. Having an under, understanding. Some people like to say agree to disagree. No, we don't even agree to disagree. Just understand I'm right and keep it moving. You know, agree- to me, you agree to disagree. Is that your way of saying I'm right? I don't understand that. You know, it's like, no, we can't both be right. You can't both. You can't, you, you can't both be right. Because there's something called facts. Okay? I'm just saying. That agree to disagree. Who does that? Y'all, every day, all day. Understanding. Miss I'm just gonna write understanding. I don't we don't want to do the y'all can't write today. Y'all know I gotta stop talking in order to spare. Understanding. Because we, we're trying to get beyond misunderstanding. And if I was writing about a wonderful life, we wouldn't there would be no misunderstandings. But there are. Human nature. We have not figured out how to get beyond. Human nature just yet, only 1% has figured out how to find no fault in themselves, how to find no fault, in, how to find a place to exist where there is no fault. 1% of the entire population, everybody running around complaining about the 1% because they are unbothered. But let me tell you, the rest of us, our entire lives depends on that 1% enjoying their wonderful life. I don't intend to disrupt that. I know there are so many people that want to bring that. What You want to bring down that 1%? Why? Listen, that's not the one holding you back. The one holding you back is that pack that you're in. You want to do something for yourself? Get away from your pack, right? Okay, I'm just saying it's like, stop it. Can y'all please stop trying to tear down the tower? All right, I'm just saying. It's like, come on. Yes, I am their voice. I am their advocate, honey. I love unbothered people. Write that down. Unbothered. On your list today, what will make you unbothered? You walking around with rested itch face. You frowning. You upset. You done walked in the workplace. You like, I got to do another day. Here. No, you got to do the rest of your life there. Got that from my daughter. So I saw it on her timeline. She was like, you know, hey, we made it to Thursday. Now all we got to do is make it the rest of our lives. Hey, because guess what? You got to live your life. So why not make it wonderful? All right. So the words that I'm writing down, these are some of the positive words. Um, and I subscribe to a journal, which means that each and every day I open to a blank page. If you subscribe to a journal, if you have to subscribe to a calendar, it's all about what you subscribe to. Listen to this conversation. The art I see you. And so each day I come up with an intentional goal. Wonderful life is a goal. What's going to get me to that goal. And then I start writing down keywords. Some people are taking copious notes. If you're a copious note taker, please send me a copy. But the first thing about what's so great about a wonderful life Peace. Okay. Serving. I love to serve. I love to have time to serve. I love volunteering. Volunteering for me has put me in some circles that I would never be in if i had to go based on qualifications alone if i had to go based on criteria i never would be in many of the circles that i'm in there they still try to figure out how'd she get in here who is she what wait what she was a blogger (laughs) you know wait you know or they'll say oh thank god most of the time they said thank i'm so glad you came on across that barrier i'm so glad you bursted your way in because at the end of their day, okay, not understanding, hey, I do. I, I come up with this stuff at the beginning, beginning of my day. You want to win? You want to overcome? You want to beat somebody at their own game? Start, start at the beginning of the day. Start early. Start early. Let me tell y'all, there's so much that happens early in the morning. One of my social media clinics is literally at 7 a.m. You know what's going to happen at 7 a.m.? I will never have a person there that doesn't want to be there. I will never have a person at that 7 a.m. workshop that doesn't need to be there, that doesn't want to be there. I will never have a person at 7 a.m. that's coming to disrupt or undermine the business model, right? I did a full-on year of events at 7 a.m. And people are like, oh, man, you know, you got your 6 o'clock networkings in the evening and all of that. And I've been at those. I've watched those hosts try to try to conduct stuff, competing with the alcohol, competing with the DJ, all those different elements they have to put in place to get people who want a, want a wonderful life to come and partake in a wonderful life. I've seen that frustration. I'm like, nope. And I've been at those prayer breakfasts. And I'm like, man, they stack a room. They, these people get in here early, right? I've been at those things. I'm like, 7 o'clock. And let me tell you, if I could do it at 6, I would. But I know I'm already kind of late at the 7. So I have like this little networking thing. Then I stroll in. I hire somebody to be there at 7. Be there, greet these people, and then I'm going to come in. Because that ain't my, that's, that's my flaw. Y'all see, I'm sitting here talking about how to get out of bed. And it's almost 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay? So understand if you want a wonderful life, understand your flaw. What are your flaws? One of my flaws was, I talked about working with these platforms yesterday. One of my flaws is getting started. Follow through. Follow through is a flaw. So I hired somebody to get it started. Started for me. Go put in some placement text. I'm going to come in behind you and, and see how that's done. Because that's what I can do, right? And I went in behind her, and I'm like, okay, she did this, that. Now all I got to do is do this, this, and that. And then I can go ahead and continue the build, right? I brought her, I brought somebody in to do the foundation. Because I built things before, and the foundation wasn't all that great. Or I built things, and the foundation was great, but then that first, that first floor, Was like you know wrong. I don't. I didn't got brought the wrong people. I got to tear this all down. You could tear it all down and start over, but honey, that foundation has got to be right. Six fifty one in California. Okay, good. So I'm early on California time. That's why I love my West Coast peeps. Cause honey, West Coast peeps put some West Coast peeps in your circle. If y'all ain't got no West Coast peeps, cause let me tell you something about the West Coast. Okay, the sheer fact of being in a place where people had to, what do they call it, um, forge their freedom, forge innovation, right? It was hard. Let me tell you, I have a little clip on my, saved in my files on Facebook. Sidney Portier, who I still think know what Bill Cosby did, but that's okay. It's a whole nother story. The man's old. He's trying to have a wonderful life. He's like, I ain't, I ain't, don't ask me about Bill Cos. But I'm like, you and Bill Cosby, y'all did a whole bunch of movies. Your trailer had to be next to his, you know, because Birds of a flat Feather, you know, even if you might have been as saintly as you want us to believe, I'm just saying, you, you, y'all, he ran around telling everybody y'all was like best friends, you know. I'm like, and I understand, fellas, y'all be saying y'all don't know what your buddy doing. You don't want to know what your buddy doing. Y'all know how, let me tell you, I done had men on my talk shows like, and they say, listen, they block each other out. Men, ladies, y'all out there throwing your girl under the bus. Men block out. They got this mechanism where they can block out. Sydney Poitier ain't bit more said that man like, look girl, I'm about to be enshrined in Hollywood Stone. I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to lose my legacy. Okay, and Bill ain't trying look, stop talking about me with Bill Cosby. Bill ain't trying to, Bill ain't snitching. He ain't bringing me down. I was married. I got daughters. Hey, well, Bill was too, but, you know, anyway. So, I'm just saying, what was I saying? There's a movie with my favorite mentor on there, uh, Ruby Dee. It's got, y'all go check it out. Go check it out. Oh, they know, all of them know. All of them know. All of them know, because one of the women was Sammy Davis' girlfriend. Sammy Davis sent his girl to go pick up Bill Cosby, and all hell happened to her in that process. And they asked her why she didn't tell Sammy, hey, it was par for the course, trying to live that life. Not a wonderful life, trying to live that life. But anyway, we're not going there. I, I, got, enough, I got enough content out there on Bill Cosby. Go look it up. Okay, but anyway, so Sidney Poitier, my, my main guy, Harry Belafonte, he probably know too, but anyway, Sidney Poitier, Harry Belafonte, but Ruby D. Ruby D round out the cast in this movie, okay and uh, let me tell you and it's a pivotal moment for us to understand it's about um going them going west and Sidney Portier of course had to fight in fought in not had to but fought in uh, one in one of the wars I don't know if it was a civil war or whatever but they were going west okay. Um, they were going west, they, these people who were trying to get to a land of the free. And they were forging the wild, wild west of the time. You know, the Indians were dealing with the white white folks. And so in that, is, there's a speech where Sit I could actually play the daggone speech. Let me see if I can find it. But Sydney, let me see, I'm going to get this Hunt. It's kind of long, though. I don't think I want to play it. Well, Sydney is talking with one of the, the chief sons or the chief or whatever. I don't mean to say whatever in that in that manner. I'm not trying to say whatever, but it's a it's a it's a little bit of a debate where the black man and the in the Native American man, the black men and women, because because Ruby was there too, and the, there was a translator, and they were having a discussion about um, your your war with the white man is yours, our war with the white man is ours we just saw you in a uniform the same as he is. Therefore we, we really can't trust you. We understand we're both on the line. We understand they they I trying to wipe us both out, but I've seen you. I can't, I can't fight with you. I can't fight for you. I can't give you what you need because I've seen you in his uniform. That tells me that you're not all down for my people. Now, mind you, the the great extinction that took place thereafter. And so Sydney, Ruby and Harry and their characters go up to the the chief the this guy who has some influence with his tribe to try and convince them to join this battle that they're getting ready to wage in trying to escape as the white man is coming west. Um, and the Native American guy, he tells him, listen, we, there's no way else for us to go. They pushed us this far. Our backs are now up against the mountain, you know, and, and they're coming and we've got to prepare. He's Sydney's trying to get these, they, they're escaped, um, pretty much and f- trying to escape the white man as he's making his way West and in, in, Native America, they're already at war with the white man as he's making his way West and so Sydney is saying, okay, we need, I think he's either left the, left, not in the uniform, so therefore he's AWOL, whatever that constituted at that time, trying to find freedom, a wonderful life. And so they're trying to negotiate with this tribe to, if you give us some guns, we can fight together, um, and I'm going to give you, he has money because they don't want went around and robbed a couple of the banks and whatever, you know. And so he's trying to literally buy from them or exchange with them, uh, conduct this exchange for, I'm going to give you the money. Like, what are we going to do with money? You know, white men not selling us in no way, so what are we going to do with money? Um, but he's trying to conduct, he's trying to buy some food, some guns, and this, that, and the other. So they go on and tell him, we'll give you all these things. We will not give you guns and we will not, not fight for you simply because I have seen you. I have seen you in their, in their uniform. I you, you can't stand here in front of me, asking me, and I'm scrolling through trying to get this for you because it's probably free somebody. He's like, you can't stand here in front of me asking me to trust you because I've seen you in that uniform. And, and word of you, him in particular, um, because he is a man of greatness, and you could tell he's destined for something, but he has made some decisions on the wrong side. For, he, and the three of them coming together, she loves him. Um, the other guy, the Harry. I'm gonna go back and watch it so I can get it fully. Cause you know when I watch stuff, I, I I'm like, oh, that's it right there. I, I was I was supposed to watch this for that. I took these three minutes and I didn't, I ain't even finished watching the movie. But I did finish watching it. But this discussion that's going on is the same discussion we're having here, darn near a century later, as to whether or not we can trust each other, and that's what's keeping us from a wonderful life, and I'm not saying by race trust each other, I'm just saying by human nature trust somebody. You've got to trust somebody in this thing called life, and I think I can, and I think it'll be worthy to play A little bit of an intro of them walking through the mountain.
0: He say he will not fight them for you. I understand. Tell him I just need help to get through to my people. They need supplies. And I can pay. Dried meat as much as he could sell them. Horses, powder, and shot. Five horses No powder No guns Ask him again Tell him, tell him we're all brothers He will not give you guns, Sergeant They come too hard Food Dried meat Flour Corn Do not ask for more He stopped that posse because he gave his word to let you people through safe He will do no more Ask him again. Tell him they're just looking for a land for themselves, and they're going to have to
1: fight their way clear to find it, because they can't live back there. No way.
0: It's a gana. She's yet to chinale. to. Before the yellow hair, my father, my grandfather, hunted buffalo and raced pony and took women on the land where Fox River crosses the grassland at Place of Scow, now Copper Spring, Fort Sheridan. Now we are here with our backs against Snow Mountain. And yellow hair send wagon, soldier, and speaking wire. Yes, Kayo. Betty Ateko, Nishi Digi Ateko, Chibilicho. Tomorrow we will be like ghosts, like the spirits that come in dreams with no earth to walk on. That bigot nesna de nesna. But we will fight. And that bigot nesna de nesna. Nakai tot Indeed. We will fight ten tens of years and our children's children will still fight. We need our guns, bullets, and powder for our own fight. Tell him his enemies are our enemies. Nihi anahabi anahabi. Dani he big hot. Binaika say you black people fought with that enemy against our people i ain't in the army no more he knows buck no guns no bullets
1: that's it y'all so i i watched that movie and oh my god i didn't let me see I'm trying to think of the name of it. One, I was doing a a Ruby Dee marathon and came across it. Let me tell you, Ruby Dee is definitely a woman that had a wonderful life. You know why? Because she was about service. And I'm so glad I had a chance to, in my life, meet her and blog about her. Uh, She spent some time in Atlanta doing a play, and I got a chance to meet her. And talk to her. And one of the things that she loved, and she gave me a declaration and and a, and told me to continue this because having she was she was so funny uh, talking about blogging and how this was going to free. Because a lot of people don't realize is that Ruby and I, and Ozzy, uh, her husband, um, both of them have passed on, so rest their souls. But they left so many breadcrumbs for us. Um, they were blacklisted in, in what you call, you know, what y'all arguing about Monique with today. Um, They were blacklisted and they were um, just pretty much silenced on the whole movie thing and and just because they had political views, because they were team Malcolm X and all of that. So their careers, you know, and I'm not even going to say their careers suffer because whatever whatever uh, embargoes were placed on them, they were able to get beyond them with their collaborations and the people that they knew and such and so on and so forth um so let me turn so, that down so a great let many lessons i learned uh from her and but in that movie you want to go watch it and you should go watch it because it does show it, it th- how the native american and black americans need to collaborate but the standoff was having seen black people in the uniform on the the side of... But, you know, one thing about it is at that time, I mean, the country, the land was so young and America is still so young to this day um, that you wonder why and how and hope... Well, you know by sheer evidence of where Native Americans are today and where black Americans are today, other ethnicities ethnicities and cultures and how they're still, still to this day Trying to come together, trying to trust each other, living in living in living next door to quote unquote enemies and so forth. But let me tell you, that conversation is like is really interesting because in there the Native Americans said that, you know, in ten years and in years to come, they will continue fighting and they will become ghosts. They will become ghosts. Let me uh knock that off the screen there. They're gonna become ghosts, um, you know, living only in in the history and the memories and so forth. And they still have that fight to this, to this day. And there are some, uh, unions and collaborations where they did at some point, black people and native Americans in parts of the country, Came together and therefore that's why you got a bunch of black people running around talking about they got <laughs> Native American. I'm like, oh, we got DNA now. You can go get that. Go get that checked. Okay, make sure you're saying that for the right reasons. Un a wonderful life. We're just writing down and jotting down some things, and usually on it the first day of the week we try to do a little bit of a review. So I was trying to write down. All of the positive words, you know, we can talk about what's wrong with life. We can talk about the things that, why we don't have a wonderful life. We can talk about the anxieties and things that keep us from getting out of bed. But listen, it's this decision. Uh-oh, write that down. It's some decisions. That It's all decisions, okay? that per- Hopefully, in your mind's eye or in your periphery or dead in front of you is somebody by which you can learn from, lean on, um, to get to where you want to go. And even if there is no one, even if, you know, you get ready to forge something that's altogether different, you know, altogether different. It all starts with one person, whether that one person can convince others or not. I'm not that person. I, I don't try to convince other people. I just go ahead and do it. And then people are like, oh, wait, wait, that works. Did that work for you? Yeah, it worked. Worked very well. Well, what you do? Well, here's what I did. Okay. You know, and then I don't mind and I don't mind tell people, listen, wonderful, wonderful life, peace, serve, intentional, hope, desires, specific, understanding, unbothered, decision. You've got to you've got to have the desire for it. Have you ever seen people? George Bush for for example has a wonderful life. Very little desires. Didn't really desire to be president. Didn't really desire to be the son of. Didn't really desire to have the wife and the family and the kids. All those things, like, he, you know, he was literally forced into all of that, right? He he, he loves the fact that he gets to spend the rest of his living days hanging out with Michelle Obama. We can tell he enjoys that part. Isn't, is, is, isn't it odd that this is the first time we've ever seen the man express some kind of joy. That's why people take to that story or that narrative. Cause this is really the first time that we really get to see the man. Uh, Cause I mean, his presidency was one of the worst. Okay. I still can't say he's worse than Trump. I can't because in George Bush's presidency, there was so much loss of life um, that during those eight years was he was in there. Memorial Day was such a stark and dark day for America because we were losing life at a time when things could have been so wonderful. We could have been in a wonderful state and we weren't in a wonderful state in his entire presidency. Um, and so I still cannot. I still cannot. As as much as Trump is hated and, and just so much disdain, I still cannot say it was worth it's, that his time in office. Is worse than um, President Bush. However, every president gets to go on and have a wonderful life because they get to go on and, and do some of the things that they that they want to do. Um, so we're gonna get get out of here. I think we yeah we're right at right over our little mark right beyond our last mark, which is an hour. We don't want to go too long. But um, go back and re- review the day before we talked about the evidence, what that you have something to prove. We talked about a plan. What should be in your plan? And I wrote down decisions. I ended this one with decisions because decisions was the topic just three days ago. When I end this one with decisions, I want you to think about how to dial it back. Sometimes the decision you need to make, make you may be looking at it on a grand, on a grander scale than you should. And one of the reasons you can't make that decision because, you know, it's too big. You know, take a little small piece of it. That's what I mean by dial it back. Uh, Crowdsource, crowdshare some of it, not all of it. Um, Sometimes a decision has to be a drastic one. You know, sometimes you might have to walk away from things. Sometimes you may have to hold on a little bit longer. That may cause some anxiety, but... Dealing with the facts. A lot of times, we can make better decisions when we just simply deal with the facts. Dial back the emotion on it. You know, yeah, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna feel a certain way. But then, even in that emotion, in that drastic decision, and you got to make a because the facts are. Try to do it, thinking about the impact of others. You know, what I can't tell you how many people that I talk to they won't make a decision because what somebody else is going to think. But you have to make that decision. You're in that position. Regardless of your clique, regardless of your friends, your family, you're still there. You're trying, you're trying not to be seen as such, but you're still in that position. You're still there. So how much impact do they really have on your life? If you're dealing with a problem and you don't want to deal with your problem openly and honestly because of what people are going to think of you, but are those the right people? Are those the right people? Deal with the facts and take the emotions out of it. Thank you so much for echoing that one Coleon. Because I'm just saying it's like a lot of us are we don't want to, we don't want people to see us going through stuff, but yet you know all of these people and yet you're going through stuff. They are looking people every day. Let me tell you, on turn on the news today, they're gonna tell you about how many people are drowned over the Memorial Day weekend. People will watch you drown because the other side of saving somebody's life is you got to know how to be a lifesaver. We're out here not knowing how to be. I don't know CPR, but let me tell you, I have had to save lives. Okay, my son has saved three lives. I mean, like, do really? His bio reads like a superhero because he took the time to learn life-saving skills. My daughter works in uh, works with this opioid crisis. I'm like, why? right? Because they took the time. And and, and ironically, the two lifesavers by numerology have the same numbers, right? But think about that. You're out here with people running around with people. You can't save yourselves. They can't save you. How are y'all living? You're living on a hope that nothing happens. How many of you are going through your day? Like, man, I hope and pray nothing happens. All of your prayers are all about procrastination, That I better want it, right? Every time you pray, you're like, Lord, give me more time. Whatever you subscribe to, give me more time. I need more time. Can I have more time? Like, like, no, let's just go and do this now. Cut it loose now. Let it go now. Guess what? Let it go now. Guess what you don't have to pray about tomorrow? Guess what you don't have to, at the end of the day, get on your knees and ask for again, right? If you got to let it go, let it go. Make that decision um, based on the facts and the data, not about the emotion. Because let me tell you, yeah, it feels... If it's going to feel bad, you know, it might even feel like pure failure, but what's on the side of that? The next day you get a chance to grow again. You get a chance to start again without apologies, disclaimers, and the side effects right now you existing in a world where there's so many side effects. You, you, go, you can't have side side. I didn't write down on my wonderful life page. I didn't write down side effects. I didn't write down emotions, right? I, made, I, I wrote down hope. I hope I don't have to deal with my emotions, right? Uh, It's about hindsight, priorities, honest, pause, rest. You know, it's like, just get some rest. You want to get out of bed, get some rest. Okay, stop dealing with debt. Stop living a life that's deprived. Do it sooner. Do it sooner. If you subscribe to a calendar, don't put it way off on the calendar. Put it on the calendar today. Go ahead and replenish yourself. Don't pause. Enjoy the season by choice. React. Don't react. Right? Right? Know your criteria, okay? Stop keeping up with who are you keep, keep up. Keep, how about change the people you're keeping up with? I'm keeping up with the unbothered. They look, they look over their shoulder. They're like, here she come. I'm like, honey, I am picking up every one of these these breadcrumbs. I am like Ruth. I see you don't left a little bit out there. So I mean, what do they call that? What, what come on? I see my bishop over there. What's that? They, what did they call what she was doing? Um, oh my God. It's a word that they use when she was going into the field, and Boaz. Let me tell y'all, Boaz will shoot you today. So please don't be out there looking too hard for Boaz. Boaz will turn around and shoot you in, in on his land. But leaving a little bit more so that she would have some, um, because you know she was just trying to hey do what she do loyalty. I mean she is like known for loyal, being loyal. Okay. Um Old versus new, you know, like right now I'm, I'm going back into doing uh, web, this website and everything is like new. The CRMs are new. The platforms are new. I had to spend all day yesterday. I had to leave all y'all alone on social media and spend all day watching tutorial after tutorial. I had tutorial on my phone, tutorial on my iPad, tutorial on the television, trying to learn everything that's new about uh web building and about CRMs and, and 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 all of this selling online because I'm like doing this workshop and I'm trying to update my skills and man it was so easy for me to go back and do it the old way and believe it or not while I was in the learning world, I said okay I got to get beyond my learning curve so I've got to go ahead and do it the old way right quick so I don't lose my level of productivity so I can still sell in the process because just imagine if I if, if I wasn't, if I didn't go ahead and do it the old way, right, so I could have that selling, that money coming in while I'm learning the new way and then have a smooth transition where you don't even feel it. And still I don't have a bump in that because, I mean, I don't have, the, I can't get this stuff to work yet, right? So just imagine if I was sitting here waiting, um, having to say, okay, it's not open yet. I'm not that person to tell you, oh, it's not, I'm not, I'm not putting nothing on pause. I'm like, you want to register for social media clinics? Go to smclinics.eventbrite.com all day, right? But soon I'm going to be telling you to go to buzzclinics.com. Uh, there were a couple of other do- domains that were available, and I'm like trying to decide and, and all this kind of Oh, I already got the domain, so don't even try to go look up the domains. But anyway, uh, it's a pivot. Learn how to pivot. Learn how to restore. Learn how to be present, you know, because opportunities and ownership. There's, let me tell you. The people who, own um, we talked about Jeff Bezos and Zuckerberg, the, 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 huge gap, the huge difference right now between, uh, and Zuck. And let me tell y'all talk about finding, following people. Um, Zuckerberg is, uh, he is learning. The, I know, I know for a fact that people that he are learning, he's learning from, or he's trying to become, he is not who he wants to become. And I'm watching the people he's watching. And I'm like, Okay. Because he does not have the respect. He's never going to be as respected as these people that he wants to be. And that's really what he wants. That's really what he wants. When you watch him step on that, up on that stage, I'm like, dude, you ain't right. You ain't, how, what does Malarne Hill say when she arrives if it ain't on time? How you going to win when you ain't right within, okay? The man ain't right within. So, therefore, when he opens his mouth, stands in front of the stage, he comes out. When he did the last developer's conference, he was in so much hot water that even in his speech, he had to address the fact of people not trusting it. Mark Zuckerberg standing on stage talking about making your privacy a priority. He was like, no, that's not what y'all expected here. Not from you, dude, because we know that ain't even a thing. You need to just shut up right now because you bought the company. That was the only platform left that had that was uh, had real security and real privacy, and the the developer told you to hell with it. I'm out because you don't know a dang thing about protecting anybody's uh privacy and that's not why you in business please do not set up to telling us that's why you're in business and so forth because we already know we don't peep your strategy we know what the outcomes uh turn the page there y'all subscribe you gotta have something you subscribe to you gotta have something you believe in again all comes down to the opportunity and i love writing opportunity on each and one of these pages and i'm gonna put opportunity over here under decisions because once you make the right decisions guess what's going to happen Opportunities are going to be right there, but you better be specific, you better live without fear, you got to free yourself, know your limits, you got to have an attention span. Because let me tell you, I have walked away from enough not having attention span. Let me tell you, there are saviors, you got to savor. I was trying to write savor that day and I wrote savior on there. Can't be preoccupied. The one thing that I, in coming back, um putting back on the many hats that I wear is one thing I had to realize about myself is I was always preoccupied. So now I couldn't deal with what now I didn't can enjoy the now until tomorrow somewhere down the line. Right. Because I was always preoccupied and those things, when I started developing, started writing my list of what is a wonderful life to me, peace and serving intentional hope desires, all of my hopes had to do with the future because my now was so convoluted and complicated. All right, all those desires, the things that I desired, I missed them along the way because I was preoccupied. Oh, that time has passed. Yeah, that time has passed. Can't do that now. Well, I can, but why? And I, you know, you get to that point in life, where, like, why didn't I do it then? I was preoccupied doing all this other stuff. You got to understand this stuff, right? Win or lose, teamwork, one-track, uh, decisive, and again, opportunity. Uh, every last one of these end in an opportunity. Be consistent. Stop ghosting. So many of us are ghosting. And how many times have people had to come back and tell you, man, we lost contact. No, we didn't lose contact. You started ghosting or I started ghosting. We both went MIA, right, it, because, you know, we, something challenged the respect. You, people are ghosting because either they have compromised how they respect themselves or they they know that they've compromised your respect, right? Ghosting. When people start ghosting on you, honey, or you ghosting on somebody, just gonna to get to the fact of the matter. Not the emotions, but the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter. And that ghosting thing, it is it is real. Uh what's today? Tuesday. I'm trying to make that an appointment. All right, and then again, just going back quiet. Spend a day or two being quiet. Yesterday I spent a day being quiet. I spent a day being quiet. And I was in a learning. I was in a learning thing. I had to get out there and figure that stuff out. Your strengths and your weaknesses. Be honest about your strengths and your weaknesses. Okay. All right. So back to the wonderful life. Reading from the top to the bottom, the bottom to the top, and thanking everybody for joining me. And again, uh, the shout out to Natural Soap by Zakia. That's where you should be shopping for Father's Day. Natural Soap by Zakia, because Dad's scent is everything. It is absolutely everything. So go over the net. Even if he say he don't want soap on the rope, dad, get that soap on the rope. Cause that's the scent that your children and your loved ones are gonna remember. Your wife, your spouse, I'm trying not to use words since y'all don't change up everything. But your your scent is what people are gonna remember. And every time they smell that scent, they're gonna go back in. hopefully, you have created some wonderful memories and that's what that's gonna bring them back to. Uh, get dad a natural scent. A natural scent. Um I'm trying to think. Oh, the collection she's ready to do. One is a Kevin Hart scent. She's Kevin Hart is from Philly. She's from Philly. Uh Pittsburgh, what is it? Philly? Okay, Philly. And she got this um sit that's called Alright, Alright, Alright. So that's gonna be in the dad collection. I know Matthew McConaughey. As well as Kevin Hart said it, but they say it, but they're both dads. And so, dad, think about what what's your scent? What's your signature scent? Because that's what that's what your children are attributing to the dad in their life. And hopefully, that scent draws to them some amazing memories, like when I smell my dad's cologne and so forth. All right, uh, for reading from the t- oh, and also uh, AIB Nation, if you are wanting to become an author in the business. To all my teachers that are out there, y'all are out. School's out. Uh, Now you're getting your side hustle on. Listen, if you're going out on the speaking circuit, you're writing, you want to publish your books and things like that. You want that wonderful life that you've been watching everybody have while you've been taking care of everybody's kids. Listen, that wonderful life starts when you join a nation, a nation. This is your tribe, y'all. I'm telling you, AIB Nation. On whatever platform you're on, just put in the hashtag AIB Nation. Nation, Search that. You're going to see the amazing work on a global scale, but there is a nation of authors right where you are, and those are authors that are in business. How to get out of bed is going to be my next book, and along with a memoir, and I can't say the name, F a memoir, um, and I'll be headed out with them this summer as well. So if you want that wonderful life, hopefully, what's your peace? Find your peace, learn to serve, be intentional, Uh, have hope, express your desires, be specific, always get an understanding. One thing about social media, y'all, in the time that we have had social media, 60% of the people out here don't even want an understanding. They do not even seek an understanding. 60%, that is scary. We're talking about data. They don't ask Siri. They don't ask Alexa. They don't ask Google. They don't search. They are, they don't even try to, I spent all yesterday, I don't even know what happened in the world. I spent all of yesterday trying to get an understanding on new technologies because I believe it is that understanding that frees you, y'all. You want to be unbothered? Get an understanding. Get an understanding of what's going on around you. Get an understanding of where you must go, what you must do, how you must strive, what you must seek, what you must ask for, what you must answer. Get an understanding of how you need to be involved in your community, in your job. Get an understanding of that person you keep looking at. What, what, what office are they going to? What floor do they work on? Right, because they're not as frustrated as you are. You see them; they pull in the parking lot, got their music going, they dance their way on in the building, they go in there and do their time, or they don't even have to show up. They working from home, and let me tell you, working from home, y'all were rushing to work from home. Working from home will drive you crazy, honey. I used to run a depression hotline for people that work from home, and the one thing they can't stand about working from home is being tied down. To their computer and watching their family have a wonderful life and they can't participate. So be mindful. You're going to be like, can I come back into the office, please? So just be mindful for that. Be mindful, be mindful, be mindful. All right. uh, Let me see. Where do we start? Understanding, unbothered. At least have some part of your day where you're just absolutely unbothered. Okay. At least 10%. 10% of your day should be unfreaking bothered If you can't carve out 10% of your day, let's say your day is eight hours. Okay, you can't carve out 10% just to be unbothered. Most people are unbothered in their car, in their commute. And most people are absolutely bothered in their commute. Most people deal with what's going on emotionally in the car. That, that little bit of time that you have to yourself on your commute. Most people are laughing. Some, most people are crying. I won't say most. Few people are laughing enjoying themselves. Most people are, are, are crying. Most people are working through their thoughts, right? We're on autopilot. People are trying to worry about autopilot cars. Let me tell you, all those people you riding with every day, they on autopilot. Ain't nobody paying attention. That's all we have. That's why the accident rate is up 300% because people are distracted. They are disturbed. People are not just distracted. They are disturbed. They're not just on their phone. They're absolutely disturbed because when they get in that car, they're in their car with their thoughts, their fears, their anxieties, their depressions right? They're worried about where they're going. They're, they're crying about where they came from. At least let that part be unbothered. Where is your where, where When in your day are you unbothered? My unbothered part used to be once the house got quiet and the kids were asleep, I'm like, I'm going to enjoy me an unbothered moment. I had maybe, maybe about an hour or two that I could literally sit and just be unbothered. Unbothered, uninterrupted, undisturbed. I'm gonna sit quietly and watch a movie, only with the volume down, straining the ear. I don't wanna wake nobody up, right? Me doing this podcast each morning. This is my unbothered time. If I listen, anybody come here bother me? Even the dog. He like she talking, she streaming. I ain't gonna bother her. He'll bark every now and then if I go over, right? Cause he he done timed this thing. He now my dog now has got where if he barks, he knows to take his behind on down the hall. I'm just saying, life will. Aff- afford you Life can afford you Life will build itself around you And all that you desire There are thousands of books I can look over here on my bookshelf And see 10 books Look there go the dog barking I don't talk them up I can look on my bookshelf And see 10 books That says that over and over and over What you want out of life is yours If you just be specific about it Don't stop trying to say What somebody else got Because I'm sorry That's theirs That's theirs I mean you can achieve it You can have it You can get it but you're not going to be ha- full on happy with it because you only want to because they- cause you don't have the same desires. You want what they got, but you don't desire what they got, right? You don't deserve what they got. That's not your opportunity, okay? All right, guys, listen. I'll be back tomorrow. On the first day of the week, we go a little long. It'll be shorter the rest of the week. And if this was not your answer today, there are more on the platform that you are on. There are archives. Go and binge on Buzz. I'm Yolanda at Dryer Buzz, and let me tell you, um, we will be back on Tuesdays, um, we, if those of you that followed on the Becoming Michelle Obama podcast that we did, uh, during her book tour, that podcast with Angela Stockup and myself is going to continue, and it's called Leading Women, Leading Women, we're gonna show you, uh, we're gonna do some storytelling about women and leading women, it's its a noun as well as a verb. What does it take to lead women? What does that take? And who are the leaders of women or leaders among women and so forth? So it's going to be really good. And we're going to talk today um, on the same day I'm loading this one. We're going to also talk. Well, I'll probably load that one the next day because we have to record that in a different environment. But, um, and you know what, I made, now that I think, but I think I got a way I could do that. Um, Ooh, I do. I do have a way that I could do that. Okay. I'm thinking, yeah, old school. I'm going to combine old school and new school uh, on that so I can cut out some of that work I have to do after the podcast. But today we're going to talk about the gig economy, uh, what's going on, why women are rushing to the gig economy and making that, making that, Well, one, because they don't have to make the sacrifices in the other parts of the economy. So they're so they're sacrificing some things and winning at others and one maintaining their sanity in the gig gig economy. Uh, So we're going to talk about that. And you guys know that I just spent three years in the gig economy as I come back to blogging. So we'll talk about that. My family is getting stirring there. So I'm going to get started. Um, and then, um, back in the kitchen on Wednesday, I will be live in studio the 24 hours after this podcast, I will be live in studio making the lemonade. I'm going over to Cinemaker studios and we're going to see how that works in a cooking environment. So when you watch uh, me live cooking to, on Wednesday, um, you're going to see a very different thing. So can't wait. I'll be over there with Dan, the man. And uh, and uh, we'll talk about the opportunity in that. That's why I say, be specific. You want that wonderful life? Go out there and get it. It is yours. Leandra, one, Coleon, Kipling, Candace, and those and the rest of you that jumped on, thank you so much for checking out how to get out of bed. I got one more favor to ask you. It's a simple one. It's a very simple one. Again, just don't let this die with you. And...
0: Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.